Hello and welcome into another episode of Locked on Cardinals. I'm J.D. Haffron, that is Lucas Smith, and we are your hosts for Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, covering your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio. Lucas is at LJ Fastball. Follow the podcast at Locked on Cardinals. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. You'll find Locked on Cardinals, a show serving Cardinal Nation and getting the best fans in baseball all the info about the birds on the bat that you can handle. We've got a loaded show here today, Lucas. A lot of things to talk about, obviously. Juan Soto, everybody wants to get on the conversation. Uh, I, I was out uh, at the Reds game last night against the Marlins, and everybody just wanted to talk about Juan Soto, so obviously we'll get into that. Speaking of talking to people about things, we're going to uh, dive into, I guess, kind of like a mailbag version, if you will. Uh, we've got some comments and uh some uh, different things that people sent to us on Twitter. So we're going to be answering some questions uh, that, that the fans want to want to know some answers to. We'll do our best to get those to you. Plus, we'll be talking about the uh, Toronto Blue Jays, uh, a very good team uh, in Toronto is where the, the Cardinals are tonight to face them. So we'll get to all of this in today's episode. So uh, we'll start off with uh, answering your questions. We'd love to be able to interact with you all uh, at the you know, when you when you guys take the time out of your day to listen to our podcast or watch it on YouTube. So uh, remember, you can always leave comments under the videos or hit us up on Twitter at JD Sports Radio at LJ Fastball. And uh, as far as the actual locked on Cardinals site there, you've got at LO underscore Cardinals where you can uh, write to us there as well. So, uh, Lucas, I'll leave it up to you. you you've got all the questions over there for <laughs> us. So uh, you said you got some doozies for us today. Let's see, Let's see what they got. We got some good ones. We got, got some from Twitter as well as Instagram. So if we didn't get to it, we apologize. There was a couple that, that we interact or that you interact with on Twitter as well. So uh, if we're going to start off with kind of a would you rather type question on, on Instagram, um, it comes from at Francis C-O-C-G-D on Instagram says, get Soto or three or more good pitchers. And he has greetings from Brazil. Uh, it actually, Brazil? It's, it's the actual the, the flag. I hope I got the flag right. But uh, <laughs> question. And we talked about this a little bit last week, J.D. Soto or pitching? It's really hard to ignore the, the need for pitching on this team. And it's really hard to ignore a Hall of Fame caliber trajectory that Juan Soto has put himself on. Which one of you? We talked about it a little bit. But if you choose between Soto or three pitchers, not just one or two, three that makes the decision that much more difficult. Yeah, because I would assume that you're starting, you're, you're start, you want a couple of starting rotation pieces and then just add maybe uh, somebody for the bullpen. Uh, it makes sense. I, I keep going back and forth, Lucas. I, I don't know which, I want everybody. <laughs> I just want them all to come out of the Cardinals and I want them to go to the World Series and I want them to win it. Uh, I, I would love to have Soto, but this Matt's injury that, that just happened, even pushes it uh, to the forefront more that they need starting pitching. It, it, it just, unfortunately, with the Mats injury, it makes things even that more difficult. And um, obviously, there are more starting pitchers available than there is Juan Soto's out there to go get your hands on. So um, I, I, I still, I still lean towards the starting pitching is what I would want if I can get three good pitchers. I already think this offense is pretty darn good as it is, barring you know what's going to happen in Toronto without Goldschmidt and Arenado playing. But I already think the offense is pretty darn good. Adding Soto would be amazing and would make the uh, lineup even that more incredible. But you'd still have your problems in the starting rotation that you don't have any answers to. I mean, you're you're hoping Dakota Hudson comes back from the neck thing that he's dealing with, and you hope he's good. But as of right now, you're relying on Palante and Hudson, 
and you get into the playoffs and you get into a series, um, I, I don't know how comfortable you feel. I, I know I don't feel that great about that. Yeah. If that's the guy you got to throw in game three against some of these elite teams. Yeah, I agree. And I, I will say this, like when we talk about getting pitching, we're not talking about getting one pitcher, right? Like, like mm-hmm. you, I think you and I are on the same page. They need two in this Francis asked if they need three to make it successful. Like if they don't get Soto and Juan Soto goes to San Diego or somewhere else, you know, that have been linked to him, Seattle, I know as well. And the Cardinals mm-hmm. end up with three or four different pitchers or two or three, then you can kind of sit back and say, okay, that's fine. Now, if they miss on Soto and miss on pitching, that's when you start struggling with this is a failed deadline, right? Yeah. And looking at the Soto deal as we move on to our next question from at Pierce.ee on Instagram, are the Cardinals really considering trading Dylan Carlson in the one? Soto trade, I uh, put a sad face there. I can't put an emoji, but he had a, <laughs> had a sad face emoji. So um, yeah, you have to give to get, J.D., and if you're going to get one Soto, three pennant races, that's the thing. Is like, yes, it's only two years after this, but it, for, for the Cardinals' standpoint, it's three chances at October. You got this no. year. That's a legitimate shot next year. And you know, years, years going forward. And I think that you need to be willing to give up somebody. I would rather give up a Bader or an, or an O'Neill personally. I think Carlson has a better career trajectory. That's just my own opinion, but yes, to answer this question shortly, they are considering it and you have to consider trading those types of major league baseball pieces when you are wanting a guy like Juan Soto. Yeah. I mean, we're very much used to the Cardinals fleecing most teams in trades. Like when you go back and look at some of the bigger deals, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we just got like, look what you gave up to get Arenado. I mean, come on. Nothing. Not, nothing all that special. You know, All due respect and, uh, to Austin Gomber, but nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when you get it, it just uh, it, normally, I know we were spoiled as Cardinal fans and then we've seen these trades get done. You know, when they went and got McGuire, they gave up just a bag of nothing. Like it just, it has happened for them. Like the Jim Edmonds trade for, Kent Bottenfield like what they, they end up winning most of these trades now you've seen kind of the other side when they did the Ozuna trade which Ozuna was good but now you see it didn't get a championship done unfortunately and then you know Sandy Alcantara is doing what he does and you're like oh that one stings a little bit you're not going to win them all but this is certainly one where um you know Dylan Carlson that's why the Nationals would want him like we say yeah we'd rather trade a Bader or an O'Neill. But Carlson's who they want. They want a, a guy who's younger. He's uh, he's 24. He's a switch hitter. He can clearly play center field uh, at an elite level. And he's got a bright future ahead of him. That's why the Nationals want this guy. But if you get Juan Soto in return, I think I would trade Dylan Carlson for Juan Soto every single day of the week. You would do that trade, right? Likely. Most days of the week. Call it five, <laughs> five out of seven. There are some days when my okay. emotional heartstrings are going to keep Carlson a little bit longer. But no, <laughs> it's a very good point. It, you know, Even with the, the Goldschmidt trade, Luke Weaver and Carson Kelly, and yeah. you get Paul Goldschmidt, that's a win there too. And when you look at different trades the Cardinals might make as we switch over to Twitter for this next question, at bro1 underscore Wolverine, nice, nice username there, which of the following starting pitchers do you – Prefer this person spelled prefer correctly. I did not on the YouTube screen. Uh, the Cardinals <laughs> trade for Montas, Cindergard, or Bumgarner. This is a fascinating one, JD. Ooh. If you had to pick one, I lean towards. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in on this one first. I lean towards Madison Bumgarner. I think you're gonna say the same thing based on conversations in the past. But I think you need a lefty, and with Stephen Matz being out a number of weeks, call me old fashioned. But you need a left in the rotation. You cannot just throw out five right-handed arms. You need some variance. You need some different looks. I mean, Bumgarner, Mike, you know, his contract is up there for, for what he's giving you, but also he's playoff proven. 
This is somebody that mm-hmm. has won three world championships. He's done it in the postseason, MVP in the postseason series. He knows how to win, and he can bring that to the Cardinals. It's a big reason why they brought John Lester on last year. Obviously, yeah. Lester is not what, what Bumgarner is, but that's a big reason. So of those three, I pick Bumgarner. I like Bumgarner a lot. Uh, that has not been a secret, uh, but I'll, I'll switch it up just to you know give you a different answer. Uh, you've got uh, Frankie Montas, who doesn't make a ton of money. Uh, he's making a little over $5 million this year, and uh, he's arbitration eligible next year and then becomes a free agent. Um, I like what he brings to the table. Like, I think he's very good. Obviously, he's coming off a, a bit of a shoulder injury, but uh, he looked pretty good. Vila was uh, up where it needed to be uh, his last time out. So um, I think he's really good. What made me nervous about him was when trade speculation started was the amount that Oakland was going to try to get back for him because I don't think he's a great pitcher by any means. Right. And it seemed like people were kind of, trying to, to jump through hoops to get him, and they were going to give up some really big prospects to, to land him, and I don't find him to be ace material. Uh, so I didn't want to give up as much as it looked like the A's were going to try to get. Um, but I, w- I would love to have Frankie in the rotation. I think I think he'd be a fantastic piece. And then Syndergaard on the other side of things, um, Velo's down a little bit this year. Um, he's not you know pumping 100 like he used to, but uh, he's a free agent after the year. You're not going to have to give up hardly anything. To, to land him. So uh, all three of those pieces would, uh, you know, would look great in a Cardinal uniform. Give me two of them. If you can, that would be great. That would solve a major problem. If you're able to get Bumgarner or one of the other two along with them, that, that would be amazing. That would be a huge win at the deadline. If they could pull that off. Agreed. And this segment's going to run long because we have a couple more questions that I really want to get to. And, this, and we want to interact with you guys as much as we can. We're going to, no. we're going to change gears for just a minute. Coach Corey, 25, uh, Corey actually uh, coached me in T-ball years ago. So hi, Corey. Uh, he said, what do you think will happen with Paul DeYoung? Called up, traded, or free agent? I say traded. Mm. I think it can be a valuable trade piece. I think that, that you, you should try and see what you can get from a trade. What say you? I agree. I, I think that, that the people will still, he's a, he's a good glove. He's not great, but he's good. He's solid. Um, and he brings power, which people really want. Guys who can hit the ball over the wall. That's just something that will always be attractive to other teams. He's not all that expensive. He's not old. Um, part of me is surprised that they haven't pulled him up yet, considering what they're going through right now, injury-wise, and uh, the struggles of like Sosa, who has been pretty good with the glove, but like he's almost an automatic out, man. Like watching him strike out four times, I was just like, ugh, I'm done with this, man. No. Um, but I, I could see him being a part of a trade to get a veteran pitcher for sure. I don't, I don't necessarily think the Nationals would want him uh, as part of the Soto deal, but because just the money wise, they're trying to shed money, so they're not going to try to pick him up. But um, I could see definitely moving him along for somebody like uh, a Quintana of the Pirates or you know something of that caliber. I think you could get something back for him that, that isn't too bad. I agree. I totally agree that he won't be on the Soto deal, but could be in another one. Two more JDs. We finish up this mailbag segment. The Antonio Rich on Twitter says, if Corbett is included in a trade package, do you two think that a chance of scenery might bring him back to life? I know that we talked, I think you might have talked about this one a little bit on Twitter with this person. Uh, there was a second part to this question, but I couldn't fit it. I think, yes. I think changes of scenery more times than not benefit the player. Look at Matt Carpenter this year. Even look at Jay Happ and John Lester last year. Look at Nolan Arenado. I mean, he struggled in his last year in Colorado, a little bit of injury, but still struggled. And then a change of scenery to a winning club like St. Louis. 
I say yes. I, I, you know, is he going to become the Patrick Corbin of 2019 winning a World Series? I don't know if he's going to become that kind of Patrick Corbin, but I do think he'll be a more effective Patrick Corbin with the Cardinals. Yes, I think he would be better. Uh, you've seen veterans come to St. Louis and turn things around. You mentioned a couple of names right there that have done it. And, um, you know, you, you get them into a culture. People just love playing in St. Louis. They, they do. They're just the way that the fan base is, the way the ballpark is. It's a, it's a pitcher's ballpark. He's a sinker ball kind of guy. And you've got that amazing defense behind him. Um, it lines up that he should improve. As you said, will he be what he was a couple of years ago when he was, uh, you know, almost elite in a way as a left-hander in the league? I, I, I'm not planning on that, but I, I definitely see uh, re reasons why he would be better coming to the Cardinals just because of the surroundings around him, the change of culture, and a chance to uh, pitch as uh, you know, going towards the playoffs again. I mean, that re-energizes guys more than you think. Especially somebody who has a taste of a, of a championship, like Corbin does as well. Yeah. Last one, short and sweet, J.D., from Captain Jack on Instagram. Will the Cardinals sign Soto? This is a <laughs> gut reaction, putting both of us on the spot here. What say you, yes or no? I'm, I'm, we're going to change the question a little bit to do they acquire Soto. But what say you, J.D.? Do the Cardinals get Soto before August 2nd? Yes or no? Uh, I want him, but I, I, I just... It just seems so far-fetched that they would give up everything that they have built in this farm system for the the, the plan that when Goldie is done in a couple of years, that I just it's, I can't see them just blowing it all up. I, I think your chances are I, if I had to give a I would say 30, 60 that they would get them. So I, I'd have to say no. I don't I don't think it'll happen. I want it to because it'd be so cool. But I, I just history has uh, with the Cardinals. I just can't see it them pulling it off at the trade deadline i i agree i really i think it just seems uh, too good sucks, to be true man. it sucks <laughs> but we're still going to speculate because there are still a lot of rumors linking it yeah. to rumors say otherwise we will treat it as though it is a possibility because it is a possibility that the cardinals do get them so a really long mailbag section over 50 or a segment there 15 plus minutes thank you guys for all the questions if you have more we'll talk about how you can send those questions in in, in just a minute, but first, we do want to tell you about BlueNile.com because whether you are ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, you can celebrate her with Julie as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that lets you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as the setting style. And then Blue Nile's bench rulers will handcraft the perfect engagement ring in each ring is one of a kind, just like your special. Someone looking for fine jewelry has never been easier than it is with Blue Nile as they have jewelry experts on hand 24-7 available via the phone or chat to find memorable gifts at every single budget. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And going on now is the Blue Nile anniversary sale. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Plus, every order is insured, zips free, and arrives in a discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. You can shop stress-free and find your forever peace by going to BlueNile.com today. The Cardinals are up north in Toronto tonight at the Rogers Center to battle the Blue Jays, who have won six in a row, eight of their last ten, and are 
53 and 43 overall, which puts them at 12 and a half games back in the AL East because the Yankees are ridiculous. <laughs> but they they are in the top wild card spot in the American League. Uh, before we get into the Blue Jay stuff, uh, we do have more Juan Soto talk to get to. So don't worry. We're going to get back to more of it here in just a little bit because uh, uh, an article came out today that we want we want to chat about just a little bit. But mm-hmm. let's introduce you to what the Blue Jays have to offer in this uh, quick two-game series in Toronto. Uh, the Bats clearly are alive. I don't know if you noticed that uh, football score between Toronto and Boston the other night, 28 to five drubbing of the Red Sox on Friday. My, oh my, they've got some big names and some big hitters up and down this lineup. Don't they Lucas? It's, it's a deadly lineup that we saw in St. Louis a couple months ago, a month and a half ago in May, whatever it was. And it's, it's a lineup that can hit. It's full of major league kids as well. Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s <laughs> on that team. Kevin Biggio, Bo Bichette, all these, I think at one point they had their entire infield was sons of major league baseball players. Which pretty <laughs> yeah. remarkable. They, they can hit and that, that is no secret, but they can also pitch JD because Jose Barrios and Kevin Gosman take the mound for the Blue Jays today and tomorrow. These are the same two pitchers that pitch against the Cardinals on the 24th and 25th of May. Barrios striking out seven in that start and six and a third. He gave up seven hits, three runs. They were all learned. He did surrender one home run. And on the 23rd, it was, or 24th, rather, it was Kevin Gosman. He dominated six shutout innings. He struck out eight without Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. Clearly, even with Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado, mm-hmm. Cardinals would have their hands full with these two pitchers today. And this is a Blue Jays team that you're catching them at the wrong time. Yeah, they're they're playing really, really good, and they're hitting really good. Uh, I mean, their lineup is so crazy, dude. Like, going back and forth, uh, just up and down. Springer leading off with 17 bombs. Uh, Guerrero Jr. bat second for him. You've got Alejandro Kirk, who I don't even know where the hell he came from, and he's just an all-star catcher out of nowhere, hitting 319. You mentioned Bichette. Teoscar Hernandez can slug. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. And then you got Matt Chapman with 16 bombs in the number seven spot. It's going to be a tough go to get through this murderer's row of Toronto. <laughs> Uh, Palante is going to take the, take the hill tonight. I wish you the best of luck, Andre, because it is not going to be easy, but if there is a positive for this, even without Goldie and Arnato in the lineup is Barrios is hittable. Okay. He's got, he's got good stuff. He throws like 97, like he sits there pretty comfortably curveball change up. But he's hit a ball. He's uh, it's not something that uh, he will strike out a lot of hitters. But he's not uh, he's not that great. Like his his he was supposed to be a superstar. All right, when they got him from the Twins, and he was going to be ace material, and it just hasn't manifested itself mm-hmm. just yet. So uh, you've already seen him. You know what he's got. Um, you know, just. It's going to be tough without Goldie and Nolan. I don't, I don't know how else to put it because you're now you're subbing in guys like Dickerson. Pujols will be in the lineup tonight uh, playing first base. Uh, Brennan Donovan's going to be over at third base filling in for Nolan. So it ain't going to be easy, um, but he's beatable. That's, uh, that's yeah. about all I can say about Barrios. He is beatable. And in that start on the 24th of May, um, it took a Goldschmidt walk-off grand slam to win that yeah. game in that 10th inning. You also saw three hits from Nolan Arnott. And the Cardinals did hit him, tagging him for three runs. But it was Nolan Arnado and Paul Goldschmidt doing some of the damage. And we don't mean to harbor yeah. on their absence. But when you're losing two All-Stars, it's going to notice. You're going to notice these yeah. things. And it doesn't get any easier with Gosman on the mound the next day. Yeah. Because he struck out eight Cardinals in that start. And Goldschmidt yeah. had two hits and Arnado was 0 for 3. So this is going to be a tall series, a tall task this series, J.D. My prediction is that 
best case scenario, they get a series split. I don't see them sweeping this series. I really don't. No, no, I wouldn't see that either. Uh, a split, getting a win tonight would be great. Just kind of get that feeling of winning back in them after uh, losing two of three in Cincinnati. Uh, with the guys being out, I do want to point out that, uh, you know, Austin Romine also out. Uh, they Those three have been placed, placed on the restricted list. Uh, the team did recall outfielder Connor Capel, uh, catcher Yvonne Herrera, and selected the contract of infielder Corey Spangenberg as substitute players from AAA Memphis. Uh, Spangenberg is going to wear that number 18 uh, Mike Shannon's old number, uh, Andy Van Slyke and uh, Oscar Tavares, Carlos Martinez most recently wore it. So um, he's not in the starting lineup tonight, but uh, those are the guys that they're filling in. Like he put those names in for Nolan and Goldie and it's, it's kind of ugly. <laughs> it's yeah, not what you want to see. So um, yeah, it's going to be tough, but hopefully they can get a split tonight. Tonight would be the uh, ideal matchup as far as trying to get the, get one of the wins against Barrios. Now, if you are ready to pop the big question or perhaps your significant other has a birthday coming up or it's an anniversary or just a special occasion in general, it is time to find that piece of jewelry that is as unique as she is, but do it with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com, which is the read you already did. So I will move on to do a different one and we will talk about instead the Sports Card Investor app, which is the hobby's most powerful resource. Welcome to the world of sports cards, Reimagine. Quickly check the value of your favorite cards. Find great deals and profit from the hobby that you love. Available completely free in the Google Play and Apple App Stores, the Sports Card Investor app. It's a must-have for baseball fans. If you're interested in getting into sports cards, you can find great deals on your favorite Cardinals players like Nolan Arenado and Goldschmidt, Ryan Helsley. Or perhaps you want to grab some guys from other teams that maybe you'd like to see in a Cardinal uniform one day. Like, I don't know, what, what about Juan Soto? That's not a bad one, right? Frankie Montas, Luis Castillo, and more. Julio Rodriguez card still at number one, uh, but it's not just MLB cards. It's other sports, too. The number two card, Lucas, Trey Lance's 2021 Prism rookie card, quarterback for the 49ers. So it tells you all of this stuff. Like when you go on and you log on, it'll give you whether or not the pricings are good or bad. They'll tell you which ones are the most popular cards at the moment. Very easy to use uh, app. It's fantastic if you're in a sports card or you're looking to get involved in it. Download the Sports Card Investor app today. It's available for free right now in the Google Play and Apple App Stores, or you can go to sportscardinvestor.com backslash locked on. So Juan Soto, as we've mentioned multiple times, uh, obviously the talk of baseball right now. It's and it's not just the Cardinals; it's uh, all over the place. Like there are multiple teams who are interested in acquiring him for good reason because he he's an absolute stud, and it's going to take a lot to get him. And so obviously, the sports writers are having uh, having a lot of fun with it as we have, where they're putting together different deals to see who can land Juan Soto, which one would be the best one. CBSSports.com's RJ Anderson put out a trade deadline preview uh, today with the focus on Juan Soto. Now, he's got seven teams listed and has them ranked at who he thinks will get him. Now, he's got the Giants, then the Mariners, the Mets, Yankees, Padres, Dodgers, and coming in at number one, Lucas, he has the St. Louis Cardinals. It's it's sort of surreal to to think that this would actually be linked to them. You know, I think every team would is wanting their team to be linked to, to Juan Soto. And even though we just talked about two segments ago, we feel like it might be unlikely. There are still reports coming in. The one you just mentioned, uh, Jeff Passan wrote an article that was released on ESPN Plus, I believe, that he named five teams, and then he also said that the Padres and Cardinals are likely the favorites to land him if he's moved. I think that's mm -hmm. an important caveat too. If Juan Soto is moved, 
then the Cardinals become the favorite. If he if he isn't moved, is he are they a favorite in the offseason? That remains to be seen. But I, I just so the reports and we we can speculate as to how accurate MLB leaks and MLB nerds and some of those websites are, Twitter mm-hmm. handles are. But when you're seeing CBS Sports and Jeff Passan name these names out, John Heyman, Joel Sherman, that's when you start really starting to believe a little bit more. When mm-hmm. Ken Rosenthal says something, that's when I'll believe it. You know, for 100 yeah. that, that's when I will start 100% thinking, okay, let's start, you know, let, let, let's start getting in that mindset. Right now, it's a lot of speculation, a lot of hope, but good, good movement for the Cardinals as we get closer to the deadline next Tuesday. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, we went through these feelings with Nolan Arenado. Remember, like it was one year, it was like they're going after him, and then it just kind of fizzled and it fell apart and nothing ever happened. And then the following year, I'm like, you're not going to fool me again. There's no way they're going to land Nolan. The Cardinals have just traded for Nolan. I was like, oh my gosh, what? It happened? That That's legit? And it happened quick. Um, as you mentioned, these big names that, that have the blue check marks that are with national affiliated stations, they're the ones and they're all saying it almost like I haven't really seen anybody else saying anybody other than the Cardinals is the right spot for him. And it's because of the talent that the Cardinals have not only already at the major league level, but also their prospects, Jordan Walker, Mason, Wynn. you've already got Alec Burleson, whose name is starting to pop up a lot more frequently in these reports, uh, Matthew Liberatore, uh, Yvonne Herrera, who's with the team in Toronto. Uh, he's another one that uh, I don't know if the nationals need a catcher, but why not uh, throw him in there? And then you've got, you know, Tyler O'Neill, you've got Bader Gorman's name obviously is popping up a lot more. He's starting to struggle a little bit at the major league level. Those strikeouts are piling up. So uh, perhaps it wouldn't hurt as much to, to move a Nolan Gorman. What if you traded Gorman and Libertor together? That way they can stay together in a deal for Smart. Juan Soto. That, that could happen. Dylan Carlson, we mentioned. Um, I don't think they'd move Tommy Edmond, but Brennan Donovan, another young player that maybe would be a piece that you could throw in there. This is why the Cardinals are the favorites in a lot of these articles is because of all of this talent I just ran through. Totally agree that that was going to be my next point is that, you know, nobody else has the plethora of talent that the Cardinals do at both levels, right? Mm-hmm. Some people, you know, Padres might have it more at the minor league level, but they're not going to have anybody at the major league level that they can move like the Cardinals do, right? Mm-hmm. The Nationals aren't going to take on Eric Cosmer's contract. The Nationals aren't going to take Will Myers' contract. The Padres just don't have that. Right. Yeah. And the Cardinals have both. And it's been reported that the Nationals are going to want both. And you have the Albert Pujols, Juan Soto connection, the two buddies at the at the home run derby. You've got yeah. the, the history of stars coming over and signing long term contracts. Or if they didn't, like Larry Walker, when he came over, still loved his time in St. Louis to this yeah. day will has, has said that St. Louis is a spot whether people hate it or like it. It's a spot where players enjoy playing. And, you know, Juan Soto, being a Scott Forrest client, is likely going to test free agency no matter what team he's on, right? But if you can get him for two and a half years and maybe have him fall in love with St. Louis, then you start saying, hey, let's let's get a contract extension start working out, right? Mm-hmm. First things first, get him to St. Louis. But the Cardinals just have so many options of which routes they want to go and still leave their farm system, J.D., in a pretty decent spot. That's the, yeah. the last thing I'll say is that most trade their farm system is done not the case mm-hmm. necessarily with the cardinals depending on which route they go 
Yeah. And then if you get him, and again, he still has two more years after this one that he's under contract. Doesn't necessarily mean he can't say, well, I want to be resigned or get an extension before I start playing. He could pull that card, I guess. But um, you still have two more years of him. Guess who else's contract is up in two years? Paul Goldschmidt. All right. So Goldie, if you just hear me out here, Juan Soto. Not a great outfielder. Goldie will be, what, 37 when his contract is done. You're probably not going to resign him, maybe as a DH or something, too. But maybe Juan Soto becomes that first baseman if you trade Jordan Walker instead of Walker being the the next up-and-coming first baseman because Arnato's there, and I don't foresee him opting out. People talk about him. He's not doing that. No, he's, not. he's happy. Nope. He likes it here. He just wants to win. That's his he's only complaint get- is – He's not going to get paid the same way either. The contract's not going to go up if he opts out. It's just not. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So he, uh, you, if you're thinking down the road here, which is what some of the people were criticizing, they, you know, we're all we're only thinking about this season, and I, and I'm not, but I've tried to think a little bit more ahead of where they might go with this. You trade some of these products. That's still two more years that you can replenish what you lost to get Soto. And then you don't have to. It, and when his contract's up, maybe you're just like, you know what? That was fun. Uh, we don't foresee us wanting to spend 500, 600 million, wherever it is in two years. And you let him walk. And that's okay. Because you gave it a shot. And these last three seasons, you went for it by making the trade in the first place. Uh, it's another reason why I go back and forth, whether or not they're going to do this or not. Because there's a way to win by getting Juan Soto. And then there's also a way to win by not getting him and putting it towards mm-hmm. pitching. Neither of those are problems. The only issue that both of us said was if they don't do either or then they're in trouble, then people are going to really be pissed off at them. And uh, I, I don't foresee them not doing something because they want to win too. And uh, with the guys you've got on the team this year and, and Goldie and Arenado and the last ride for, for Molina and Pujols, possibly Wainwright. You've got that money coming off the books, too, by the way, next year. Mm-hmm. If Wayno doesn't come back and Molina's gone and uh, Pujols, that's like another $30 million that you can toy with. So it just seems like it's a, it's a, it's a spot. If the Cardinals were going to go all in and put their chips all in and go get Soto, this would be the year to do it. Totally agree. Why, why not? You know, proven versus mm-hmm. projected with, with who, who they've got on the roster. Go get a proven piece in Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why yeah. not? And, uh, and as you mentioned, people, when they do get to St. Louis, they tend to want to stay. Very rarely do they decide, you know what, I'd rather go play somewhere. It doesn't happen very often. It's not 100% guarantee that he'll do that because, as you mentioned, his agent is Scott Boris, who will want to shop him around to a, a lot of those big markets like the Dodgers and the Yankees, who in two years, you know, the Yankees could be losing judge. You know, they might they might want the, to use that money towards him. So a lot of options for Boris uh, as far as what he can do with his client. but. Um, I don't know. We were saying 30, 60, 30, or whatever, 30, 70 were the odds in the <laughs> early on. Maybe it's even more now, just the more I think about it. But that's why I keep, I keep waffling, dude. I don't have an answer. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, I just hope they do something. So uh, obviously, we'll, we'll keep everybody posted if anything does happen with uh, any trades for the Cardinals and Juan Soto. But as of right now, he is not a Cardinal. Uh, the team is in Toronto. They will face the Blue Jays tonight. So uh, they'll be without Arenado and Goldschmidt. Um, but Pujols will be in the lineup, so that'll be fun to watch. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, once again, we want to thank you guys for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. Now make the Lock On MLB your second listen. Speaking about all these prospects around baseball uh, that uh, 
could be traded. Uh, Locked on MLB has got you covered, man. They'll tell you all about the different trades that not only the Cardinals could make for Juan, but uh, other other teams that are interested in him. So uh, be sure to check that out. And it's just like Locked on Cardinals, free and available on all platforms. So if you can, check them out. For Lucas, I'm JD. Thanks for hanging with us. You're the best fans in baseball for a reason. We'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals.